Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. LMFM Podcasts, brought to you with Cart Macross Credit Union. Getting hitched? Cart Macross Credit Union likes to say I do when financing your wedding loan. O'Neill Street, Cart Macross or cartmacrosscu.ie. Every Tuesday, a group of 20 volunteer students and two teachers at St. Louis Secondary School in Dundalk, they give up their lunchtime and they work on various projects to keep their school green. Now, their hard work has paid off because uh, the Green School Committee received the Diplomatic Passport Award in recognition of the work that they are doing at their school to promote global awareness. The eco-warriors themselves are going to be joining me in studio with their teacher, Joanne Mallon, just after Boys Home. Now, I'm joined in studio by two eco-warriors, I'm going to call them, from St. Louis Secondary School in Dundalk. I've got Oguchi Inyazu, I hope I'm pronouncing her name properly, and also Natasha Kearney. Uh, you're very welcome, first of all, to 11 to 1, guys. How are you doing? Good, did I do your name right? Uh, no. No. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was practicing it. You say what? 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 How do we pronounce it? Ugochi Enyazu. Ugochi. Yeah. Ah. Okay. 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 First of all, congratulations, by the way, on this fantastic award. First of all, tell me what is this diplomatic passport award um, all about? Well, we went to an event called the uh, Global Schools Worldwide uh, event, and pretty much it's funded by the Irish Aid. And it's to do with like kind of advertising global citizenship education for post primary schools around Ireland. And at the event, there was over 60 schools and 250 pupils. And like pretty much we were having like different conversations about um, like countries in Europe that use the most uh, fossil fuels and just like different things about the environment. And then it, we got like our awards. So we got the Diplomatic Passport Award. And that meant that our school was well established with to do with like um, recycling and things like that. That's amazing. And out of all of those schools as well, you were you were part of this. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Now, every Tuesday, kind of around the sort of lunchtime, around about now, you guys are hard at work on this Green Schools Committee. Uh, firstly, how did the Green School Committee come about in school? Um, well, it's kind of run by two teachers Joanne Mallon and Lynn Rice and they kind of brought up the idea that we should have a green schools committee and for like each class in our school we have an environmental rep and most of them usually come to the meetings so uh, the first meeting was like in September and like they said that it was at lunchtime every Tuesday and like now there's like over 20 students that come every Tuesday including me being one of them to the meetings and we just discuss about like how we're going to make 
recycling better at our school and like different things like that. That's brilliant because I mean lunch times are important. Yeah, time, time of the day you need that little <laughs> bit of downtime. So you guys are volunteering this, yeah. uh, but uh, you know you've been involved in a wide variety of projects. One of the things that struck me that as being extremely useful for the school was this amazing rain harvesting machine. Tell me about this. Yeah, so we got a rainwater harvester and it was funded to us by a company and it's a beehive shape and it's in the courtyard in our school it's a new addition to our school and like it drags people like attention to it because of the beehive shape Mm. and it's used to like water the plants and things like that because we have air herb beds at our school so it's used to water those and and it's a fantastic because you're not using your your tap water yeah, you're just you're, using you're collecting yeah, rainwater exactly. in it fantastic I want to bring Natasha in here because Natasha we're all very familiar with the junk couture competition the fashion competition that happens each year and the students around this country are just so so talented tell us a little bit about uh, St Louis involvement involvement in this year's competition well this year there was two groups that done it so myself and my two partners Julie Guinan and Sophie Rashka we decided to make a dress out of toys and our first idea was to do a dress where we had new toys up the top so it was telling the story of a toy's life so the toy just got bought it's brand new but then from the waist this is when it goes to the landfill and then from the waist down it was like the conveyor belt towards the landfill towards the fire so the bottom of the dress is going to be all burnt but then when we went to make the dress it wasn't really working out so we changed our idea to a Victorian time dress since we focused on teddy bears and they were invented at the end of the Victorian era. And we hand sewed all the teddy bears after we ripped them open and took out the stuffing. But then we used the stuffing again to design the dress. So we're still reusing everything. Well, wow, there's a, there's an amazing concept behind that. That's unbelievable. So like just to describe for listeners, it, it's amazing uh, dress. It's got this, the bodice, the kind of corset thing is kind of made with the stuffing, isn't it? And then the skirt is the actual, I suppose, remains of the teddy kind of hanging down. Yeah. But it looks, it looks unbelievable. So you done, you did, how long did that t- actually take to create? Um, We spent a few days on it, but whenever we would work on it, we would spend a good amount of time on it like maybe 12 hours for one day and then next day like six hours so a lot of hours went into it but not that many days went into it but we made it out of toys because two-thirds of landfills are made up of toys and then 90 percent of all toys are made out of plastic so it's not good for the environment at all and then we want to just raise awareness about how much toys is actually hurting the environment even though kids don't know it but the parents would. So if the parents could teach their kids about how bad the plastic was for the environment, the kids wouldn't want to buy the toys because they're so empathetic at the young age that they wouldn't want to hurt the environment. I had no idea. Two thirds of our landfills are actually toys. Yeah. That's incredible. I, I, I had no idea myself and I'd say a lot of people didn't didn't know about this. But, you know, with all the talk about, you know, the dangers uh, that were and the damage that we're doing to the environment and all that sort of stuff, the dangers of climate change, that kind of thing, you guys, are the next generation you're sort of paying for a lot of the damage that my generation and before us are doing are you confident that going forward people will change and we will become a little bit more environmentally aware yeah because in the past people like wouldn't know like say for cigarettes they were told cigarettes are good for them and they just didn't know the effects on it well now when young kids are growing up they don't know the effects that say buying a plastic toy is going to have in the immediate future, the long-term future. And then when you think about it, you know your Happy Meal. Mm. So for every McDonald's in the world, 250 Happy Meals are sold every three seconds. So that's 250 little plastic toys. 
And the reason most of them can't be recycled is because they're made of seven types of plastic and there might also be some metals in there, different things. So they just can't be recycled at all. Right. Yes. Yeah. This. This is. You know. This is amazing. What you're. What you're actually teaching me on, on the show today. I'm, I'm really taking an awful lot of what you're saying on board. In in terms of going forward with the the Green Schools project, are, are you guys working on anything else at the minute? Um. Well, right now we're looking in the direction of trying to fund like uh plastic bottles or maybe steel bottles to all the uh, students instead of using the single use plastic bottles because those are really bad for the environment and like. I've noticed that a lot of like students actually use single-use bottles, even though they're also not great for your health as well. So, so in terms of just buying like a, a beaker that you can reuse again and again, yeah. that's even just one small change. Is there anything else? I mean, because schools are amazing at this sort of stuff. Is there anything that us as adults in our workplace, you know, here maybe in the station or, you know, people in offices, what can we be doing? Practical little things to just reduce even, waste. Even like for the food that you don't finish if you could have like a compost bin because we actually have a compost bin in our home ec rooms and the staff rooms so like if the teachers don't finish their lunches they put their waste in the compost bin and that like saves a lot because usually it's just thrown into like a general waste bin and then it's not great for like recycle in terms of recycling but even throwing your waste into a compost bin and then using it to like plant different types of plants like flowers and things like that it's, it'll actually help a lot Now you're in fifth year at the minute yeah. and you have been educating your fellow students from first year and, and that in terms of a, you've got a nice uh, video about yeah. water that they've been uh, looking at as well. Tell us about yeah. this So the video was done by a second year and she entered a competition called One Good Idea Her name is Laiba Wajahat and so she was like showing the first years about like recycling and things like that and the effects that recycling does have on the world and she didn't actually win but she got a certificate for it and another student as well she's in sixth year Stephanie McCabe entered the competition as well so they showed that to the first years. So they're, when they come in in first year, they're learning all of this information about being greener. Well, I just have to commend you. No wonder you've won this award and I can see more awards on the horizon for you. You should be really, really proud of the work that you've done with the Green Skills Committee and keep doing it. Keep up the hard work and keep educating people like me about uh, the damage and the things that we're doing to the environment. But thank you both so much uh, for joining me on 11 to 1 today. Thank you thank so you. much. LMFM Podcasts, brought to you with Cart Macross Credit Union. Getting hitched? Card Macross Credit Union likes to say I do when financing your wedding loan. O'Neill Street, Card Macross or cardmacrosscu.ie.